The Road to Rediscovery is sponsored by BetterHelp. Let me ask you something. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? You know, for me growing up, feelings of anxiety, inadequacy, doubt, and even imposter syndrome got in the way uh, of me reaching my goals and reaching my full potential, right? So BetterHelp addresses these and more. It's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and, get this, financial aid is even available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. They mean it. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Road to Rediscovery. That's Better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And there's a special offer for our Road to Rediscovery listeners. Get 10% off your first month when you register at BetterHelp.com slash Road to Rediscovery. We're all on this journey of life together. And it sure feels good to know professional help is within our reach with BetterHelp. Again, that's Better H-E-L-P. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Our lives are laid out on a road of bumps, turns, struggles, and more. How do we respond? How do we endure adversity for learning and growth? I'm Aubrey Johnson, and we'll explore these questions and more on The Road to Rediscovery. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on life lessons to learn and grow from them, and of course, take it to the next level and help others who are struggling through dark times. Now, as you know, here at The Road to Rediscovery, we are very, very passionate about delivering quality content to you that is of value to you and your personal growth. If you like what you hear and you would like to support, just visit us at roadsrediscovery.com slash donate. That's road to rediscovery, the number two, rediscovery.com slash donate. We'll even give you a shout out in a future episode. And as always, there is no obligation. We are truly, truly grateful for your listenership. Thank you. So my special guest is a medical intuitive, hands-on healer, spiritual teacher, and more. After two, two near-death experiences, she's experienced an incredible encounter with God and received miraculous healing gifts from the Holy Spirit. Through God's direction, she's used her gifts to perform laying on hands and psychic surgery, healing and helping thousands of people, removing tumors, restoring hearing, correcting immobility, and a lot more, a lot more. She's also the author of the book, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. Discovering the Soul's Path to Healing. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Kimberly Meredith to the show. Hey, Kimberly, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, Kimberly, can we start out by just sharing with the listeners um, 
happened in those near-death experiences? Sure. Um, well, thank you for having me on your show. First of all, it's a real honor. And um, yeah, it changed my life. I had mm. a very different life than I have now, <laughs> mm -hmm. to say the least. Um, <laughs> I had a very deep encounter with uh, Jesus, Holy Spirit, angels, sinning masters, the guides, I call them. Um, mm -hmm. I always had a close relationship with God. Um, the omnipresent. But when I had the NTEs, I completely left. I had an out-of-body experience, um, mm -hmm. OBE, um, and completely went into this, um, I'd say, Christ-light consciousness over to the other side. So we all right. have a time when we leave the, the, the body mm -hmm. and um, transcend and when I experienced that um, in the first NDE, it was really, really profound. And mm. the second one was even more. And mm. um, I was told when I was having the experience that I was to come back. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have a lot of people talk about their NDEs differently. And I, when I was having my near-death experience, it was it was really um, in my experience of it beautiful, but at the mm -hmm. same time, a lot was going on. You hear a lot of stuff that's going on because with me, I was losing my life and mm -hmm. they were trying to bring me back. And mm -hmm. I was hearing at the same time whispering, you're to stay, you're to stay, you're to stay. And wow. lots of pressure on my chest and mm -hmm. a lot of light flashing through my eyes. Mm -hmm. And, when I came back, it took months and months for me to recover. Um, I lost mm -hmm. the the um, mobility of my legs, um, the mm -hmm. function of holding my head up. Um, mm -hmm. And also, um, I never could go back to what I was doing before because I had a near-death experience. So, of course, I wasn't me. I wasn't Kimberly. Right. I wasn't the old girl anymore of who I was. My life was completely changed. Because when you have a real NDE, um, I'm not saying other people don't have real near-death experiences, but mm -hmm. when it is a real profound experience, you're not mm -hmm. you anymore. You've left, you've mm -hmm. died. And when you come back, um, it's not easy. I don't know if you've heard of other NDEers, but they, um, a lot of us um, were not the same ever again. Some people can't recover. Um, mm -hmm. And when you do recover, a lot of people um, are also have multiple gifts and some people have um, lots of disabilities because you um, don't ever recover from the accident. So in my case, I do have lots of different types of things that have happened to me, but I'm grateful to be alive. And mm. I did actually, after the near-death experience, God gave me the gifts that I were born with. I was born with blinking eyes. I was born with abilities when I was a baby mm -hmm. and I put them away and they came mm -hmm. back to me after the NDEs and more gifts, which I'm a real medium, which I didn't know that I was a full blown medium because I pushed it away when I was a child. Um, I see. Yeah. So a lot of these things are very interesting because 
um, the near-death experience brought me back to who I really am. But at the same mm -hmm. time, I don't feel you have to have a near-death experience to find Jesus and God. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Yes, I, I, I agree. And so, um, like, like you said, it brought you back to who you are. But in some cases, with others, I guess, like you said earlier, it, you know, they're never the same, right? No way. I've met many okay. hundreds of people that I know um, that are ND ears that mm -hmm. come back from it and they're, they become writers or they do different, they want to do different things. So they don't want to do the same thing again in their lives. They do have a big shift or they are um, wheelchair bound or they've been drowned or they have mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. epilepsy or different things. For me, I was in a wheelchair for over a year and a half to two years. Oh, I did man. learn to sign language through Jesus, through Christ's consciousness. I did learn yes. lots of different abilities and I learned how to heal myself. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Now, Kimberly, as, as you were going through uh, in the midst of your first NDE and uh, even in the midst of your second NDE, well, let me back up the first just let's focus on the first NDE. Um, some people say when they have reached a near-death experience, they've gotten to the point to where their mind and their body, they just had a sense of calm, like everything's going to be okay. And then others are, are petrified. They're in fear, you know, and, and you mentioned that what you saw and what you felt was something beautiful, but what type of, I mean, do you, did you have any, any coherence or consciousness of of how you were feeling at the time you were in that in that state you know it's so fast and rapid mm -hmm. it's very beautiful and calm and loving yes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but then when you wake up of course it's a very hardcore reality yes uh, uh, i got you Okay. consciousness yeah but in the, in, <laughs> in the near-death experience of course it's beautiful and it's loving and it's christ light i got you i um, got you and, so and coming back is like hitting like uh, like falling yeah. to the ground right yeah i didn't want to come back you know i love I it i love i love the other side the the, mm -hmm. the dimensional frequency of the fifth dimension and beyond um mm -hmm. that's why it's easy for me to get into the fifth dimension um, mm -hmm. and twelfth dimension and beyond and the Holy Spirit. Um, but, you know, I'm not meant to be there right now. I'm meant to be here to help people understand how they can get into that dimension without crossing over. But that's why when you die so many times, and I have friends that have died 11, 13 times, uh, Daniel, oh, Daniel Brinkley, who has a book out, best-selling author, Saved by the Light, has died, I think, like 15 times. Oh, and a lot yes. of us in the ears die a lot of times. So um, uh -huh. once you die so many times, you're not afraid of death. Ah, <laughs> uh, interesting. So it, it, it kind of alters or changes your perspective <laughs> on death um, after having gone through that multiple times, right? Exactly. So when I came <laughs> home and I was... Uh, recuperating from the uh, mm -hmm. out of body, um, the next NDE happened very fast after that. Oh my, really? Wow, wow. So um, let's talk about the the the, the gifts you receive from the Holy Spirit. Um, did you? And I may have missed this part, but did did you mention that these gifts were given to you after you came back, or were they given to you as you were in the NDE state? 
No, I had gifts when I was a child. Um, and oh, I okay. okay. I pushed them away. Um, I'm not sure of the question. Sorry. Okay. No, no, no. That's okay. And, and you answered it. So yeah, you, you've had the gifts as a child, but um, I guess they were cultivated or somehow if, well, if you pushed them away in your earlier years, then around the time of your NDEs, it sounds like you rediscovered them or, 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 or God brought them to light to you again. Is that? After the near death experience, um, mm-hmm. they were brought to me through spirit. Okay. Yeah. They were reawakened. Gotcha. Yeah. There's a chapter in the book called the reappearance of my blinking eyes. And in the book, it talks mm-hmm. about how, after my second near-death experience, mm-hmm. my eyes started blinking again, as they did when I was a child, when I pushed them away. Gotcha. Gotcha. And and can <clears throat> let's talk about the book now and, and talk about the, the work that you do with uh, receiving coded information um, and, and, and the blinking eyes. Um, uh, how does that work in, in, in the name of, of, of receiving a message uh, towards healing someone? Sure. Um, you know, my blinking eyes are very interesting because they've progressed mm-hmm. in the last four years from, mm-hmm. it's not so much the eyes anymore, getting messages. I get messages from everything, you know, all the guides. Um, I don't really mm-hmm. have to use the eyes as much. So I get downloads from many ways. I see. But when I first started, it was mostly the eye blinking that were giving me the messages. Mm-hmm. But now it's just looking at somebody i can find out all kinds of messages it's mostly medical intuitive mediumship i'm mostly more on the medical side of things um i don't know if you've read about that i have a close connection with einstein and edgar casey and all of those yeah well my wife's a huge fan of edgar casey so yeah so um i also do a lot of reading so i scan people medically Mm -hmm. that's i get a lot of downloads medically with people Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um i was never trained or never went to any school or classes for it or anything i just Mm -hmm. after i had my near-death experience i started to just kind of listen and learn from spirit telling me information and these guides came to me and started teaching me how to do this with hundreds and hundreds of people that came to me from um, other people finding out about me, like from The Secret mm-hmm. and What's the Bleep, the producers and directors from those movies and right. people at Gold's Gym and just other people just started hearing about me. And I started just learning how to do it and getting messages and downloads. And the more I would do it and the more I practice on many people, they would say, yeah, you're right. I do have a brain tumor. Yeah, you're right. My appendix is gone. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. My had surgery. And then I was also told that I was a healer. So then um, I started learning how to work with my hands to lay on hands and do psychic surgery. And that's Mm -hmm. where um, more and more institutes started hearing about me. And then I started going and doing um, research. They started doing research on me. Mm, Gotcha. Wow. Well, you know, that clearly explains the distinction between healer and medical intuitive. So I, I I really appreciate you sharing that insight um, with you know the the gifts and the experiences that 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 you have in, in doing this great work. Um, can you explain for the listeners uh, psychic surgeon and 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 what that what that entails? 
Sure. So I don't know if you've ever heard of Dr. Joe Dispenza. And of course, I'm sure you've heard of Jesus. But (laughs) (laughs) so I'm a medium, I'm psychic. And so Mm -hmm. the medical intuitive stuff is me finding things in people's bodies and also hearing Mm -hmm. where things are going on in them. So Mm -hmm. um, and healing is just your energy and you're calling in spirit of God and holiness and you're putting your energy field of healing. And I use affirmation and prayers and I've been tested at different institutes that they feel that I have some certain energy healing ability. So Mm -hmm. what happened is I started doing healings in people and different energies were evaporating off people's bodies, but that's not through me. I don't take the, the, um, the honor of that. I say that's the Holy spirit and the Mm. Holy spirit has been working for many. I mean, since the beginning of time, that's why we're here. So people that call in these co-healing groups around the world, Mm -hmm. like Dr. Joe Dispenza and many Mm -hmm. um, groups around the world and prayer groups and stuff. Mm -hmm. When you call in the Holy spirit and when you call in the energy healing in the fifth dimension and beyond. So Jesus did his work in the fifth dimension spontaneous healing can work. That's why I'm holding my head up right now. That's why I'm walking without a wheelchair is that I did this mm-hmm. same thing. I rubbed my hands together. I called oh. in the Holy spirit. I mm-hmm. put on the back of my neck on mm-hmm. my spine and I was healed from the divine. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, and you were in a wheelchair for almost two years on and off for two years. Yeah. Oh, and my goodness. This, is, this is really what goes on. I mean, many people are healed through the divine every single day, every single right. day, people are healed through the divine. And this is what the guides want more and more in the next 10 years. Um, of course, we always need doctors, we always need um, uh, vitamins and good right. food. Yes. But and w- good water, it's very important to have the right kind of water. But we also right. need to boost our immune system with gratitude and thankfulness and not only to boost our immune system with these good products but to boost it with the right gratefulness and 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 immune boosting it with our spirituality is very important gotcha that makes a hundred and ten percent sense it really does because um you know you mentioned the tangibles which which are which are essential to our health right food water etc so uh, the intangibles really have a great impact on our bodies. Um, well, on a positive sense with gratitude, with uh, humility, right? And on a negative sense, if uh, if if we go through life being frantic, anxiety, nervous, or even vain, you know, um, that that is those things can be a detriment to our health as well. Is 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 that accurate? Absolutely. So you're absolutely correct. Like if you're not um, lowering your cortisol uh, by doing 10 minutes a day of self-care, just relaxing, meditating, holding maybe some rose quartz or selenite crystals. I talk about Mm -hmm. that in my book. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be, you know, some religious prayer. It could just be I am love, I am light, you know, or just some beautiful Mm -hmm. music or any kind of music you like, but just doing a little bit of self-care for yourself. And many people don't even take a time just to go for a little walk around the block. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you're going to be like this. And this is raising the cortisol. And this is very harmful for the body. Stress is really, anybody will tell you, going to harm your organs. And yes. if you're constantly looking at all what's going on right now in our world. It's mm -hmm. a 3D world. It's mm -hmm. a lot of anger and tension and, mm -hmm. and fear. And that's not raising our vibration and going into the fifth dimension and beyond where the next one is to go. When I had the NDE, I went there. I experienced it or I couldn't be writing about it. And also... Right that's where we are getting this vibration of healing. It's just another word for the Holy one is in that God dimension. Okay. So there's many ways. So if you're just saying, I'm going to eat great and I'm going to have my house very organic and I'm going to have the right. best shower filter and I'm going to have the best water, but then you're yeah. running around town going like this. Right. It's not going to yeah. all light up. Exactly. 100%. I totally agree. I, I'm tracking you, Kimberly. I know exactly where you're coming from. This has to be a holistic effort, right? I mean, it's not just, you know, having the best of organic foods, the best water filtration system, but it's also that 10 minutes of self-care, right? Uh, expressing gratitude, having moments of gratitude, moments of of kindness and compassion that you, you know, feel for yourself and for others. Uh, taking the time to do that is part of the enrichment that I think our minds and bodies and spirits need. Yes. And I think it's funny too. You're correct. I think it's funny sometimes. I'm a real big thank you person. Like yeah. I always say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. And I always yes. thank God. I always thank God. I say, thank you, God. I'm grateful for you, God. Thank you. Thank you. And some people feel they're like, you you say thank you too much, Kimberly. I always say thank you. <laughs> but it's because I am so grateful to be alive. Yes. You know, I'm so grateful yes. to be alive. And those days and months I spent at the hospital hanging mm. on for my life yeah. and knowing when they would come in the room and tell me, you know, I don't think you're ever going to walk again. And yeah. when the doctors would come in and stand there, and I didn't feel my legs. I didn't feel my feet. And when I get out, I just fall down on the ground. Um, and many times, you know, flying to New York City and doing events in New York mm -hmm. when I first started to be a healer. And I went to Maryland and not being, you know, the, the, the discomfort and knowing what it's like to be disabled. And I yeah. was disabled. I'd have to go in wheelchairs to mm -hmm. the events and in the wheelchair, you know, out of the events and wearing hearing aids. And I was just a disabled healer. I'd heal people, which is very strange. I'd be on stage yeah. healing people and then get back in a wheelchair and fly back to LA. And it's yeah. like, what a dual kind of role to be playing. Yeah. And I understand when clients come to me that are deaf and I do sign language and stuff. And then I think this is so bizarre because <laughs> people need to understand we only mm -hmm. use this very small amount of our brains. And when people come in and they say to me, Kimberly, I know that you can heal me. And I say, no, my eyes will go, no, yes, is yes, it's no, no, it's not me. I'm a conduit for the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit, but gotcha. you have the power to receive the Holy Spirit and you can mm -hmm. be healed. So mm -hmm. people will have COVID or cancer or diseases and they will rock it. They can be healed and you can mm -hmm. be healed. That is extraordinary. Absolutely magnificent. So what degree of, <clears throat> the reason I'm asking is because um, on the Roads Rediscovery, we have what I call the four cornerstones to personal growth, right? Um, and those four cornerstones are uh, self-awareness, gratitude, humility, and service to others. So um, uh, this sounds like 
for us to believe that we can be healed by receiving the power of the Holy Spirit uh, and, and, and in that mind and in our hearts um, to, to receive, there has to be a tremendous amount of self-awareness um, to, to get to that state. Could, could you speak a little bit about how important that is? Yes. Um, when you were speaking just now, my eyes were going, yes, 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 yes. And they were saying, <laughs> it's important to be grateful and mm-hmm. to be of service. The main thing the guides are saying um, is that why we're all really here is everybody is here to teach other people to be of service to each other. Yes. So, um, you know, sometimes people don't know that they're learning a lesson of some sort and Mm -hmm. not everybody is going to get that. Everybody Mm -hmm. sometimes comes in with some of their own karmic thing to figure out. And some people are stuck in a lower frequency and that's okay. We have to love Mm -hmm. our brothers and sisters and others are in higher frequencies. We don't need to wrong anybody. We need to just love everybody. But the ones that are on a little bit higher, we also need to remember we're here to serve, serve, serve. So the guides are saying we're here to serve and help our world, the universe, mm-hmm. move forward. It's all about moving forward, moving forward. We can't keep looking back. We can't go to the past. We have to just keep right. moving forward and be in gratitude. Gratitude, 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 and move forward. 100%. 100%. You know, um, uh, real quick, uh, I, I'm a boxing fan. And, um, and, and so there was a quote that Muhammad Ali said many years ago. And uh, his quote, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something to the effect of um, being of service to others is the rent that we pay while on here, while here on earth, you know, <laughs> and uh, I, know, I, I took that to heart. I, I, I totally believe that, you know, um, and, and it's part of our purpose, right? As you mentioned. It is. Um, I yeah. love Muhammad Ali, by the way. I really do. Oh, oh so thank you. Yeah. So- <laughs> Amazing, amazing man. When I was born as a little girl, I came into the world at like three, you know, four years old, five years old. And I was always taking care of my mom. Um, She had a lot of problems. And Mm -hmm. I always was of service just ever since I was little. I just, that's who I was as little. And I remember the job I got I was uh-huh. a nurse, a nurse assistant. I was a volunteer at a hospital. I remember saying, mm-hmm. mom, 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 please let me work at the hospital. Please. Yeah. I want, I want to be a candy striper. I want to work. I want to help people. And I would mm-hmm. cry, cry. And she was like, I guess. Okay. You know, and I, <laughs> I just, I know it's weird. Right. And then I remember when I worked at the hospital, someone would be dying and mm-hmm. in a room and no one wanted to go in there. They had tuberculosis and, um, mm-hmm. Did you do you remember the actor Michael Clark Duncan? I do. Green Mile. Yeah. Yeah. I was the one that was with him when he passed. And I remember oh, really? going in there and nobody could lift him up because he was so heavy. And yeah. I was changing him and, and bathing him. And I just there was something people thought I was like just always wanted to help like that. And yes. and um, you know, somebody had the sickest thing. It was just like that with me. And like, it's like that now, even like I just mm-hmm, went to mm-hmm. the expo and I don't think about it. 
Like I just go, in. it's like the firefighters and people that just go in. That's yeah. just me. Yeah. I don't do that. I just go. Yeah. It, it's, it's an instinct. It, it's, it's, it's something that you're just compelled to do um, when yeah, the so time calls for it. Say, family may say something like, you know, you shouldn't do that or that is not something, but the guys will mm -hmm. say, no, go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes a lot of sense. No, beautiful, beautiful. And, uh, you know, a lot of lives are impacted from extraordinary people such as yourself who act on those, um, on, on, you know, on the things that they're compelled to do, that act on how they feel in their heart of hearts and when it comes to responding to someone else who needs service, who needs help. So, uh, you know, you've touched a lot of lives and, and impacted so many people um, by having that heart of service. So, so thank you for that. Thank you. And, you know, I feel everybody, whatever they're doing right now, mm -hmm. um, whether they're doing, they don't have to do something that I'm doing, but they, they could do wherever you are, whatever you feel, it could be writing a book, doing a radio show, doing podcasts, yes. whatever mm -hmm. you're doing, whatever you feel like. So a lot of people come to me and say, what can I do? I don't know what I'm here to do. A lot of people used right. to do something and now they're not doing what they did, but they mm -hmm. want to do something to impact the world. And I say, don't have any, be fearless right now because yes. being alive right now in this time is not mm -hmm. a coincidence for you. You were brought here at this time in, in, in this, in the world and in, in history. And this is a really cool time to be here, even though it may look like, Oh God, I don't want to be here right now. This, <laughs> is, a, this is a good time to be here. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. You're, no. Uh -huh. You're about to sit back and be on the most coolest e-ride you've ever experienced. Yes. Unlike any other time on this earth, I would imagine, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Kimberly, um, uh, <laughs> going back to your book uh, or, or referring back to your book, Awakening yeah. to the Fifth Dimension, you know, you're, you, you write about your NDEs, you write about getting to that fifth dimension, right? And so um, I'm wondering if there's any part in the book or if you can just share some of your insight with the listeners. Um, I, I know I know they're asking this question or they want to know this question, okay? Uh, sure. In your experience, have you learned um, or is there even a connection between the physical realm and the spiritual realm? Um, the physical realm and the spiritual realm. Um, I would say, I'm not quite sure what you mean. Okay. Um, well, in the physical realm, I, 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 at least how I interpret it, I may be, you know, mistaken how I interpret it, but I mean, the physical realm is of, of what we see physically in our environment, right? Um, I see a microphone, I see a plant, I see a lamp, um, you know, and, and, and it's, it's, those are more it, material it, things to me, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, or outside, right. I, I, I see everything in my vision on this earth and then um, a spiritual realm, I guess is um, I don't know if it's a, our subconscious or, but, but it's, it's what our, our spirit like, sees, feels, encounters, um, that, that, that isn't necessarily physical. The spiritual realm to me. Okay. So I'll just explain the guys are saying, okay. you know, 
the guys are saying no. Yeah. They answer for me, so they're saying okay. no. The question, um, okay. the spiritual realm to me are angels. They're your okay. um, your loved ones that have crossed over. Okay. Um, you know, so for me, I see all of that. I'm clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairessent. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. for me to answer that question. Are you saying for other people to be connecting to their physical and spiritual realm? Everybody has, they can, if they work on their psychic abilities, they can do okay. that. I and see. I feel, I, I don't know, you asked kind of, are you asking me how I do it? Or are you asking how other people can do it? Uh, well, people, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, thank you for that. And, 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 and you did clarify one thing uh, regarding the spiritual, the spiritual realm. Um, I, I guess I was, and, and, and I know I, I, probably botched up my interpretation of the physical and spiritual realm. Um, and, and thank you for the answers that they're giving you because um, that, that it, it's that in, insight that, that, you know, uh, I would like for you to impart to the listeners. Um, yeah, Cause everybody uh, the, can connect spiritual realms yes, and yes. everybody can learn how to do that. I mean, I teach classes. Yes. I have one this Saturday called connecting to your guides and your angels. And Ooh, so nice. I'm teaching two hours of that, how people can learn to connect to the physical and the spiritual world. Oh, fantastic. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that does it. Yeah. That, that, that wraps it up in a bow. That is uh, exactly what I was getting at. I apologize for the roundabout way. Uh, yeah. Just my interpretation of those two, I think were a bit skewed. So I appreciate that clarification, Kimberly, no, for fine. sure. Um, you know, in the third dimensional world, People mm -hmm. don't um, connect as fast, but when you get yourself into the fifth dimension yeah. and you do daily meditation practices, exercises, you're, you can connect to the spiritual realm faster. Gotcha. You want to get out of this dense material, physical realm. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. nice. I mean, no, I know I do being in this realm as much it's i i'm grounded in in i can be grounded in the 3d world but the fifth dimension is much more fun <laughs> gotcha no that makes a lot of sense and uh, the readers can learn about that fun in your book right yes <laughs> oh fantastic and speaking of speaking of your book once again kimberly i i if you don't mind i'd like to read a testimonial and and ask you a question about this if i can sure. yes okay so there was a testimonial from someone who, who said, and I'll quote, Kimberly Meredith does an outstanding job of taking readers through a journey of medical healing and personal growth. The book, this book is destined to become a spiritual classic. Healing and growth, healing and growth. Uh, uh, those are two tremendous qualities, right? Uh, and, and, and improvements in our quality of life. We focus on those things. Are, what, uh, what are some examples of other qualities of life that one can experience through this journey as described by this uh, reader? In the book, you mean when they're reading it? Yes. yes. Oh, um, well, you know, because the book is channeled by me and the guides going through it, I hope that mm -hmm. when people are reading the book, they when I was writing it with the guides, I hope mm -hmm. that people get, it's sort of a, it's a guidebook because there's many different yes. things. But what I'm getting from people is that a lot of people are feeling that they're becoming more fearless and that they feel that they can um, approach their health and goals 
that mm-hmm. they want to do in their life and they're and giving them more courage. And some people come to me, especially to my office in Skypes right now saying, I can relate to your childhood. And I wasn't going to put the childhood really? in the book about my mom and I relationship, but That's I right. wanted to put that in there because um, um, I feel that I really forgave a lot of that what mm-hmm. went on with, with my mom and she crossed over at a, at my mm-hmm. a young age. And a mm-hmm. lot of people will come to me and they'll say, I worked as a nurse assistant and I had mm-hmm. a mom like that and I can forgive and move forward. And, mm-hmm. um, and then a lot of people want to know how to get into the fifth dimension. And in the appendix also, there's so many miraculous miracles to the Holy spirit and people mm-hmm. want to mm-hmm. learn how to heal themselves. And I even have doctors and lawyers call me and say, I want to learn how to, heal myself and do this. This is amazing. Wow. Wow. Doctors and lawyers coming. Yeah, that, that many, is. Many, and many people yeah. know that they we can heal ourselves. Like this is a very possible in this world right now in the fifth dimension and beyond. And it's been going on way before that I died and came back and they're teaching me this book. Because remember, before I had these NDEs, I never was doing any of this. This was not something I would ever think of. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. Wow. Kimberly, this is amazing. How can the how can the listeners connect with you? Uh, how can they learn more about the great work you're doing? How can they pick up a copy of your book? I think it was just released uh, a few months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was released um, December 7th, right before okay. the new year. Right. Um, it's being sold everywhere. Barnes and Noble, Amazon. Um Walmart, Target, <laughs> but mm-hmm, yeah. basically the easiest access is just to my website. Um, the website is called The Healing Trilogy, um, thehealingtrilogy.com. And also I do sessions still and I have classes and um, you can just uh, reach me there. If you sign up for my newsletter, you get a gift, which is a free uh, gift to my mother Mary class, which is I do okay. read, free readings and healings, and that's every month. Every month, mm-hmm. monthly. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the doing, rest of your life. <laughs> I've been doing that class for about three years now. Really? Oh man, that is tremendous. Yeah, for everybody that doesn't have any money, um, mm-hmm. whatever, you're welcome to that class forever, and. Um, it's very amazing. I have a lot of speakers and other healers that join the class. It's a round, beautiful Zoom class. We used to have it um, alive in Santa Monica and stream it in. Right. But right. now we're just a total Zoom class right now. It's called Mother Mary. And the minute you join the newsletter, you get a free Zoom link and you mm-hmm. get that link every month. Fantastic. We are going to put all that in the, sh- in the show notes, okay? We'll put the Amazon link to your book in the show notes. We'll put Yay. the website in the show notes. We'll also mention in the show notes about joining, uh, signing up for the newsletter and as a special gift, um, receiving the free Mother Mary class. Mother Mary class, yes. Wonderful. Fantastic. <laughs> we will definitely put that information uh, because I know the listeners will want to tap into more about the great work that you are doing, Kimberly, and, uh, and, and, and see how they can connect to, to heal themselves and, and uh, any problems or issues that they're going through in life, whether physical, mental, or spiritual. Right? Absolutely. We want to save lives and we want to get good information out there to everybody. I'm really grateful for being on the road to discovery.
Oh, thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate it. I, I, I really appreciate having you on the show, Kimberly. Let's please stay in touch, okay? And I'd love to bring you back um, eight yes. months down the line, nine months down the line or something, uh, so, so you can update the listeners on, you know, what's what, what new stuff is going on in your world. I would love that. I would love that very much. So thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for um, having me. Yes, thank you. Oh. Absolutely. Thank you, Kimberly. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening. So look, if you have a loved one or a colleague, coworker, uh, family member, uh, friend who seems to be at the end of their rope, down and out, going through dark days of despair, not quite sure where to turn or who to turn to, I humbly ask that you please share this show with them. Because on the road to rediscovery, we want our listeners to know two things. Number one, there's always hope. And number two, you are never alone. You're never alone. Amen. Road to rediscovery. It's a movement, a revolution. And guess what? You are now part of it. We're all roadies on this journey of life. And it sure feels good having you on the road with me. Thank you again for listening. We'll chat again soon. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Road to Rediscovery. We'd love to hear from you. Shoot us an email at roadsrediscoverypodcast at gmail.com and leave us any questions or comments you may have. The Road to Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production.